the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here taking your calls and talking to you about um, cars and car repair. And with me, I've got uh, two people that are um, a big part of my organization and our organization and um, is is your brother Alan out of the bathroom yet? <laughs> no, <laughs> he missed his mark. <laughs> he, he did. He does. He always does that. Um, sitting to my left is Andy, my daughter, and she actually runs the operation. And then uh, Alan, whose seat's n- empty next to me, is um, somewhere down the hallway in one of the bathrooms. I think he uses the women's bathroom a lot. I think so. You know why? Probably because it's cleaner. It is. <laughs> and and my rules are, folks, if you, if I don't want guys walking into the women's bathroom because I want the women's bathroom to be a woman's bathroom. Mm-hmm. So he, what he does is he goes into the men's r- r- bathroom and sneaks then he, in. he sneaks in through the shower area because we have a, a single shower area that the door can lock on either side and he sneaks through the shower area into the women's. So then I'll see the door closed and I'll say, okay, it's him. So a lot of times what I'll do is, is I'll spray some really nasty stuff underneath the doors while he's in there. <laughs> Of course, that's just the way I am. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Quality Transmission. And they don't have different grades of repair. And here's why. At Quality Transmission in Tempe, you get 100% of their best effort every time. There's not going to be something that's going to charge you more or less depending on who you are or what you drive because they're blind to that. The fact of the matter is, is they work on transmissions and 90% of their business is from repeat customers or referrals from other repair shops or me. They're a member of the Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association and even though they only have one location, they offer a nationwide warranty because all the guys in the National Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association take care of one another. I talked to Bob not too long ago, and he said that happens maybe once every three years where he actually has someone out of town that has a transmission under warranty in his world, and uh, and he has to find them an, an ATRA uh, facility. So if you're looking for a, a transmission shop, the only one in the East Valley that I recommend, the only one, then Quality Transmission in Tempe has been around since 1977. You should give them a try. Okay, tell me what's been going on the last uh, month or so at the shop. Since you haven't been here? <laughs> I've been working. I know. I've been working. So you say. Yeah. Um, it's been good. It's been busy. Lots of lots of AC stuff. Um, you know, lots of overheat and and then just your regular maintenance that you have on a day to day basis. Okay. How how important 
how good do a, a, of a job do we do at the front counter when it, we talk about air conditioning because there is so many different areas of concern that, that people have. I think what bothers me, uh, and it doesn't bother me a lot, but I hate it when somebody just throws the keys and dances the keys across the counter and says it doesn't blow cold anymore. I, I need kind of more than that. So talk about what you kind of like to hear or what you hear from people. Talk about those different areas. Well, I think the first thing is people will come in and they'll just say the AC quit. Okay, well, to us, what is, I mean, what does that mean? Does it mean the AC is blowing warm all the time? Does it mean there's no volume of air? So when they just say AC quit, we kind of have to decipher and, and ask more questions to figure out what that means to them. And we're pretty good at that, yes. right? Eric and, and Rob yes. and you and Alan, we're really good at asking those additional questions and, and I think folks understand that we're trying to minimize the diagnostic time. Yeah. So if you, the more information you give us, the less time it's going to take. Because there's a big difference. If the air quits blowing, then we have... A blower motor, maybe a resistor, that type of Or a issue. switch. Yeah. yeah. But if there's air blowing and it's hot and not cold, then that's one a, thing. Yeah. How about if there's air blowing and it's cool but not cold? Yeah, maybe a freon level issue. Okay. Okay, so when those are the kinds of things that we're dealing with, mm -hmm. all the way from when I turn my air conditioning on, there's a heck of a noise underneath the hood. There's sparks being thrown off this one thing underneath the hood, which is the clutch on the compressor. Yeah. There's all kinds of calamity going on. So that's the kind of the big one. Yeah. Um, and so most shops in town are going to quote a diagnostic charge. You keep track of all of that, and I know that ours is in the middle of the range. So where are we at with that? If Just we're the middle. To check the AC. Check it out. I would say you'd be somewhere between 35 to $50 maybe. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. And that's what you're showing because, yeah. folks, Andy does the uh, Andy does analysis for us. So we know the labor rate of 20-some-odd shops in mm -hmm. our general area. Mm -hmm. We know the oil change costs. We know a lot about everybody. And I'll, I'll give them a good example is your recent labor survey, the, the high was 138 yeah. At quite a few shops. Mm -hmm. The low was 104, maybe? Yeah, I would say low 100. The average was 116, mm -hmm. and we are at today. 112. Okay. And so, and but, but in, 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 and you hear me say this to folks a lot, the labor rate doesn't really have a big effect on your bill because, let me ask you this, what's the average labor hours on one bill? I mean, three hours maybe. Okay, so the difference between 112 and 116 is four times three is 12 bucks. Yeah, so, so in the big scheme of things, it, it's not that much. It's of a not difference. that big of a deal. It's not that big yeah. of a deal. Now, do you pay your technicians the $112 an hour? <laughs> I'm sure they would love that and appreciate that. But unfortunately, we wouldn't have our doors open if we did. So that, that doesn't go to the technician. That's overhead and payrolls and taxes and all that other kind of mm -hmm. stuff. But the labor rate is just an effort. And, and let me ask you this. On your efficiency uh, scales that you do, what's the highest efficiency we do and what's the lowest you've seen? I've seen in the uh, low 60s, and I'd say 80 to maybe 85 okay. in the high efficiency range. And let me explain what that means. Let's pretend that we have one technician every day for 10 hours. Mm -hmm. If he's 100% efficient, he'll bill 10 times $112 an hour. So if he only does 
five of those hours at 112 and the other five he doesn't, then he's only 50% efficient. Is that right? Yes. So what, what I want people to, to know and understand is, is it's not like we're running 120% efficient. Oh, no, no. <laughs> because we, we can't charge for test drives. We can't charge for bringing the car in the bay, opening up the hood, pulling out the scanner, getting our tools ready, the cleanup afterwards. There's so much of the repair that's not a billable time. Yes. So I'm, what's your number that you, you shoot for? If you're at the 60 on the low side and 80 on the top side, what kind of an average do you see us do? I like to see 70, 75%. Okay. So that means that in reality, every day th there are people that are only paying 70% of the time it took to fix their cars. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing we can do about that. No. There's nothing we can do no. about that. Industry's not going to let us charge for some of those non-essential tasks that we have to do, which is, you know, go test drive the car, load it in the yeah. bays and all that other kind of stuff, and set the jacks. Yeah, and I think that that's kind of as a whole. I mean, obviously, each technician is differently and works differently in how they organize and prioritize their day. So um, their efficiency rate varies tech to tech, but as a whole, that's kind of where we're at. Okay, what's the highest number you've seen from one tech? Well, I just do them as a, a group. As a group. And I'm glad so. you say that because really and truly we need to look at them as a group. If there's a problem and the numbers start dropping, then we find out which one of them is causing the drop. Yeah. Who's who's working 10 hours a day but billing three hours a day because he's he is the uh, social butterfly of the shop who walks around and bugs everybody. Yeah like your brother Alan <laughs> who's in the bathroom still hold on just a minute Alan we're on the radio <laughs> Jesus <laughs> you know you it's <laughs> and you guys do this every week <laughs> or a lot of times I'm surprised he makes it <laughs> yeah well that's just it and he's been here since nine o'clock because we had a state of the state meeting this yeah. morning and uh, and 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 so we're learning um and and and, and the whole idea is is we're halfway through the year and we're, mm -hmm. we're looking at what we did the first six months and and how that might change and and I'll give them a, a, a bird's eye view of car repair in the valley in January we start a slow ramp up. Mm -hmm. February is always a, a, a bad month because there's not that many days. Mm -hmm. Under the best of conditions, we'll have 21, 22 days in a month, and, and February we don't. So you're going to have a slight drop in February. There's going to be a gradual climb until it starts getting hot, which is April, May. Then we start kind of gunning and, and running and gunning yeah. April, May, June, July. We used to run and gun till the end of April when school started, and that's when people stopped taking vacations. They stopped getting their cars ready to go to California, ready to go to the Midwest, ready to go to Minnesota, whatever. We had lots of business till the last couple of weeks of August when school started. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the issue. Now school starts anywhere from the 1st of July to the end of August. Oh, yeah. So we're, we just lost all of July. We know that. Yeah. We, and that's what happened last year. We just we don't have that business anymore. Mm -hmm. What does that mean to customers like you? that you're listening to me right now, it means that there's going to be some high-pressure tactics used by some people in June and July and August because of the downturn. Now, here's the, here's the fact of the matter is, if your car makes it through the blistering summer in Phoenix, it's going to coast through the fall. Yeah. <laughs> so if it made it through to August and September, then October, November, December, January, February is a piece of cake. Yeah, That's absolutely. all there is to it. That's the time you should get going on your maintenance and pick up where you where you've where you haven't done what you're supposed to do. But for us, that really is a maintenance time. We're doing oil changes, we're doing tire rotations, we're doing just a big. Oi! Look who walked just walked in. Welcome. Well, hello there. 
We were just talking Sunshine. about you. Um, we just want to bring to your attention the show started at three minutes after. It's now 15 minutes after, and you've been in the bathroom for a long period of time, and Andy says she thinks that you were in the girls' bathroom. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, my son, uh, runs the performance division, and uh, it's called Salem Performance Division, SPD, and uh, he plays with big trucks and air horns and he lifts them and lowers them and does all kinds of fancy stuff and I want to draw the distinction before the break between his business and Andy's and mine. Andy, when was the last time They're all they're not Andy's and mine. They're all the they're all under the same umbrella. Okay, let's they're, all right, we'll they're draw. They're all under you. Yeah. <laughs> they're all under me. <laughs> okay. Okay, now listen. The pyramid starts at the top and I'm at the top. Let's not come on. At Salem Boys no one hugs us and kisses us when we hand them a bill. I mean, our average ticket might very well be, what, $400? Yeah. Our average ticket. What's his? Eight, Probably 4000 10 <laughs> Eight or ten? No, it's eight or ten. His yeah. is going to be... So thousand. They, 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 they don't hug us and give us... You know, and no. say thank you. Oh, they, they're not happy that they just spent $1,000 on their air conditioning. stuff. He's got gray-haired guys that walk in. And, and treat him like he's their grandson. Oh, yeah. They spend $15,000. They walk Drip. out, go to their car, and then they email him a page-long note that they love him. Yeah. And they... You guys love getting those, don't you? And then... And Andy, then... Andy, you should see Dad when Andy walks in my office with those notes. She just gives me that scowl and kind of, like, throws them on my desk like, you... Well, and, and it oh, is, is it another one? It is true because they come in and their trucks has new tires and wheels and chromes and, and chrome exhaust and, and air horns and, and extra fuel tanks. Yeah. What else does he sell? Uh-huh. Oh, shock absorbers that are shiny yeah. and, uh, and, and steps and what else? Just the, lots exhaust. of suspension packages. And, and, and they walk outside and they get in that big boy and they start driving yeah. it away and then they blow the air horn. <laughs> boop, boop. And then they dri- and we can always hear them leave because yeah. they're blowing their air horns. And, and he's smiling and they're smiling and they think he walks on water so we're in the wrong business or they know close, i walk on water we're, yeah. we're going to close the maintenance side we're going to go to the performance side and we're going to put turbochargers and blowers on hot rod cars and they're going to love us for that so that's i think what we're going to do the folks you heard it right here we'll be right back right after this hello i'm greg may the proud owner of phoenix body works i started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles i'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Each year, over 1,500 wildfires occur in Arizona. Most are caught early by firefighters, those brave men and women who go to extraordinary lengths to save lives and property. But as good as they are at their jobs, even heroes need help. Have their backs by making simple home improvements. Clear debris from gutters. Create defensible space around your home. Learn how to live firewise at azein.gov. 
Sponsored by the Arizona Department of Emergency and Military Affairs. Aired by the Arizona Broadcasters Association and the station. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma, the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. Tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. So, Justin, I was playing that video game, Force Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... And I went playing in this virtual stream where this water... It looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest. The real forest. Where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like ribbit and i saw an owl too then i played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles like wet water then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long oh that's a uh, pretty cool too this weekend unplug getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family to find the forest nearest you go to discovertheforest.org brought to you by the u.s forest service and the ad council Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, 602-508-0960. We're going to get to the phones in just a second, but this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Kurtz Auto Repair. Kurtz is a proud, independent, family-owned and operated facility at I-17 and Bell in the northeast corner. He was recently recognized as one of the year's best Better Business Bureau Ethic Award winners, and that says a lot. He is the winner in his classification. Since they opened their doors in 1987, Kurtz has been working on both domestic and import gas and diesel. They have ASE certified technicians, and that means means your vehicle is going to be repaired, diagnosed, and then test-driven by a well-trained and certified professional. Kurtz Auto Repair is located at I-17 in Bell in Phoenix. Um, I've got my two kids here. I've got Alan, who runs the performance division of our company, and then I've got Andy, who runs Alan. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 and we were talking about the difference between Alan's business and the repair business, and there's quite a big difference. And I want to talk about the difference from the children, from the two kids' point of view. Both of them are in their mid-30s. Alan's my oldest, and Andy is my youngest. Um, Andy has man parts that she carries up high and in front that Alan, God never gave Alan. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Sorry for the visual, folks. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and Andy Andy is also uh, with with child right now. That is correct. And she's going to have a baby in September. My biggest fear is is what the hell is going to happen to our business in September when Andy has a baby and Alan's in charge, and that's kind of what scares me. Alan has a, cred- a company credit card, and he spent more money last year whining and dining his buddies than he did in vendors. <laughs> 
I'm just no. teasing you. I'm just teasing I know, you. That's I know. not true. All righty. Hang on. Stay right here. Travis is on the phone. Travis, good morning to you, buddy. What can we do for you? Good morning. I've got a 2003 Yukon XL uh, that uh, I'm having trouble with the rear air conditioner uh, control. Okay. It's intermittent sometimes when I get in and fire up the truck, the rear zone blows nice cold air. Uh, then, like yesterday, uh, went outside and it was uh, in the heat of the day, and uh, all it would blow was blazing hot air. And okay. I tried turning it on, turning it off, you know, uh, changing the settings, and it, all it would blow was hot air. Well, the good news is, and Andy, I think you'll agree with this. The good news is, is it does blow cold sometimes. Right. Okay. So. That tells me that I've got one of two problems. From a technician's point of view, we either have an evap or an expansion valve at the back unit. The expansion valve is supposed to meter the flow of refrigerant through the cold evaporator. And as a result of that, if the expansion valve is wide open, when it should be metering the flow or when it should be slowing the flow, then we end up with hot air. Or you have a refrigerant problem. Now, let me ask you a question. How many years has it been since somebody has actually serviced the air conditioning system or added to or checked the Freon level? Uh, one or two years. It okay. was either last year or the year before. Okay. My advice to you is, is we have equipment that we never had before, and, and we've never had a dipstick for the Freon. We, we told you we did, but we never did. But with this new technology, we're going to suck all the refrigerant out of your car and weigh it. And just for round figure's sake, what do you think the Yukon's got in it? Probably 20. 25 to 30 ounces. Okay, 30 ounces. So we pull 20 out of yours. So we're going to clean yours up. We're going to take the metal out of it. We're going to take the moisture out of it. And we're going to put it right back in. Then we're going to add 10 virgin. We know today, like we never knew before, that the precise amount is what throws ice cubes at people. That's going to be between $100 and $150 at most shops. That's what I would do because low refrigerant level can play havoc with the rear AC unit. Now, let me ask you another question. When you run your rear AC unit, what fan speed are you on? Off, one, two, or three? Well, it, the, the control panel doesn't really have a one, two, or three. It's kind of like a rheostat from like off all the way up to max. Okay. Yeah, I, I would on the say... Blower? On the blower, right? Yeah. And if then I, it's got a rheostat for the temperature, and I'll normally set that somewhere around 74. Okay. If I were king of the world, I would weld all of those rear air conditioning units to frost. I want cold as possible, and I'd have the fan speed somewhere in the middle. And I would okay. say to the driver, if you get cold, roll the window down, mix a little bit of warm air. So if you get cold and you're driving it, drop that passenger side rear window down, and let's mix a little warm air, because here's why. The air conditioning system in your O3, which is 12 years old, is sending liquid to the compressor. And when it does, the compressor doesn't like that at all. And when you shut that unit down and you don't use it, you are harming the system. So if I were the king of the world, I'd weld those controls to maximum cold and medium fan speed. And every time you ask for front, I'd give you back. And that, it, those people that use the back units like a, like a workhorse, those are the people that spend the less money with air conditioning concerns. So then they did change the design of them somewhere after yours, 
And so now we're going to run that liquid through an accumulator where the liquid falls to the bottom and the gas rises to the top. And then we're going to feed gas to the compressor. But you have to understand the compressor is not designed to compress anything but gas. So when we feed it liquid, the compressor takes a beating because you cannot compress a liquid. Wouldn't you say that his his sounds more like electrical to me, doesn't it? It's where no. sometimes it, it's working, sometimes it doesn't? I think it's a Freon level. Do you? I think it's a substandard Freon level. I don't think he's full. And I think the metering device, the expansion valve in the rear, is acting up because of the pressures are not what it normally wants to see. That's what I'm thinking. When we're seeing when we're seeing low like that, I had one in here yesterday. It was a oh, I think it was a oh six or oh three avalanche, and it was uh, it was five ounces low, but it was uh, the driver's side was warm passenger side was cold that's but that's that's blend door motor problems because well, sometimes after, it is a, a recharge issue too isn't it yeah it is because it we like recharge it and it was fine okay okay and that's why i see if we don't have the right pressure the low and the high pressure through the system then we're going to get things that are right cool. mm -hmm. you always start with the dipstick which is the freon level and like right. you just found out there are some things you can fix by just adjusting the freon level Never before did we have this, Travis. We never had the ability to do what we've done. We were blessed because when they designed these machines, we got a prototype, and they gave it to us for two years. You guys remember that? Yeah. Yep. And we had so much fun with that machine because we, we actually worked the machine to death a couple of times. They would come in and take data out of it, but we also made, I think, some constructive suggestions on how it would be easier to access and easier to work. We now have two of those machines, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And and they're used all the time. Oh, we yeah. use time. them all the time. And w w it's just, and we're not the only guys in town. No. There are lots of shops that have them. So just ask them, do you have the ability to precisely refill my system? Precisely. And do you have okay. a machine that will give me credit? Now, here's a problem. Some of the shops are going to charge you a cleaning for the 20 ounces we pulled out and put back in. Some of the shops don't. Some of the shops will charge you a buck a, uh, an ounce. Some of the shops will charge you $3 an ounce because they say, wait, I pulled your junk out, cleaned it up, and gave you new virgin, so I'm going to charge you $3 an ounce for your 20 Okay? You need to kind of clear that up. But all of them are within industry standards. So there is merit to me saying I'm giving you 20 ounces of virgin refrigerant, and I took out 20 ounces that were terrible. They had rats in them and some feathers in them and a lot of dust in them. So... It, it, I have made the decision to pull yours, clean it, and put it back in, and that's part of the service. That's part of $100. But then if the, the additional above that to 150 is whatever refrigerant you need. And I think, what's what's 12 It's 3 or $4 an ounce, because it's kind of expensive, but 134 is 250 an ounce or two, something two like that. 2 and a quarter, I think. 2.25, yeah. yeah. And I want to say 112 is 4, 4 No, not 112, R12. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, R12 um, is... Four? Four, four. Okay. four or five, yeah. Yeah. And, and but four, really, seven, five, realistically, we we see very few of those. All yeah. Right, we got to go. We'll be right back. Um, and John and Mark, stay right there. You have Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. 
and one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. You've heard other shows, but now it's time to get the retirement intelligence you want. Intelligence that's innovative and strategic in its thinking, aimed at minimizing risk and maximizing enjoyment. That's Retirement Intelligence with Tom Bruckner. Listen every Saturday afternoon at 5 and Sunday morning at 6, right here on 960 The Patriot. That's Retirement Intelligence with Tom Bruckner, a strategic asset conservation. Listen every weekend to Retirement Intelligence with Tom Bruckner, right here on 960 The Patriot. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right. Um, do you, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay. Tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. <laughs> the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Looking to know what's up on The Dennis Prager Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Alan is sitting to my right. He's my oldest uh, child and my uh, and my only boy. Andy is my youngest daughter, and she's sitting to my left, and she actually, her whole job is to watch Alan. Uh, this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Tom, who owns Action Auto Repair at I-17 in Deer Valley on the northwest corner. Action Auto Repair is a full-service, family-owned operation. He served the Deer Valley in the North Phoenix area since 1983, and I've known Tom since 1979. He's a good guy. 
He's exactly the kind of guy that you hope your daughter brings home someday. He's that kind of a good quality guy. Whatever your repair needs are from your car, then Tom at Action Auto and his staff, they're known, well known for quality workmanship, excellent customer service, and a fast turnaround time. They have ASE Master Certified Technicians, and that means it's going to be diagnosed and repaired appropriately. And they want to help you as vehicle owners understand what they're doing and why, so that you can make decisions based on what's best for you and not what's best for them. That's Action Auto Repair I-17 in Deer Valley. And let's go to the phones, and we'll start with... and. Uh, John, thank you very much, Gil. John, good morning, buddy. How can I help you? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, good morning. I have an 05 Dodge Ram 1500. I'm sorry. And, <laughs> <laughs> hey, 240,000 is running great. Good for you. Good yeah, for you. Yeah, I take pretty decent care good of it. Good for that. you. Uh, the blower. It, every time I'd hit a bump, blower would go out. Next bump, blower would come back on. Okay. Um, I got to the point where I figured out, hey, I just have to tap on the steering wheel or, the, or around where the keys are, and the blower would come back on. Um, now it's off, won't come back on at all. AC works as far as because I turn it on when I'm on the freeway, and the uh, speed alone gives me a little cool air. Okay. Uh, uh, and all the radio and everything else works on the dash. All right. This is what I want you to do. Do you know where the blower motor's at? Uh, yeah, I've looked underneath a little bit. Okay. It's either going to be underneath the hood or underneath the uh, glove box. Yeah, it's underneath the glove box. I I want you to turn it on. You have four speeds. I want, now, let me tell you that one, two, and three are on one circuit, and four is on a different circuit. Okay? Okay. So I want you to go to fan three, and I want you to take the hammer handle, a wooden handle of a hammer, and I I want you to whack the motor, not enough to dent the thing, just right. whack it with the key on, the motor running, and if the mo- the motor pops up and starts running again, then the motor's got bad brushes in it. Now, think about this. The, f- the power comes from the electrical bus bar, and it goes through the switch, and then the switch sends it to the blower motor. So the switch is in the middle of the circuit. On the right is the blower motor, on the left is the battery. If the, ba- if, the, if the blower motor starts drawing excessive amps, instead of drawing 9, 10, 11, 12 amps, it starts drawing 15, 18, 20 amps, that draw comes through the switch. So I want you to whack the motor, and if it comes on, replace the motor. But if it doesn't come on, I want you, and I want you to try it in three, whack, 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 and then in four, whack, whack, whack. Then I want you to take your fist and don't hurt the dashboard, but around the switch, I want you to hit the switch. Because what happens a lot of times is the blower motor, after 240,000 miles, gets worse and worse and worse and worse. It starts drawing big amps. It melts the connectors at the back of the switch, and that's the intermittent problem. So people will put a blower motor in, but they won't replace the switch. Then they replace the blower motor four more times under warranty, and it's never that. It was both of them. So... If you find that that motor's got a connection, it's going to have it's going to have a ground wire and a power wire, and if that power wire is discolored, you better replace the blower switch too. That discoloration means hot. Okay. Right. Don't want that. Okay. All right. Hey, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, John. Whack, whack, whack. Got it. <laughs> kind of like Andy does to Alan when he doesn't pay attention. Is that exactly. how it works? Just exactly. whack. What do you hit him with, or do you throw anything at him? <laughs> do you use any bad words? Sometimes. You're going to get your mic closer. Get a cup closer to your mouth. Do you use any bad words when you counsel your brother? Sometimes. Does it matter if he's older than you are? No. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Nothing. I just listen. <laughs> I don't talk. I listen. You know what? You learned that from your wife, Heather. What? 
That she just, never listens. No, I know. <laughs> you, I was going to say, what are you talking you, about? She taught you when a woman is talking to you that you should listen. No, she didn't teach me anything. She didn't. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> just kind of zones out. He just zones out. Okay. Mark, good morning, Mark. How I can we help nod. you? Oh, hi, Mark. Hi. Hey, I was going to uh, segue between your first portion of the show. It was about transmissions, right? Yeah. And the, the most of the show about air conditioning. This is how I was going to do it. So the air conditioner in my car started blowing hot air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, turns out, uh, nobody's mentioned this, but it was actually a kind of a weird deal. It's the radiator fan. So without in here going through the condenser, if you're not moving, you don't have air conditioning. Right? I know, but that's your fault. Well, I mean, it died. I mean, No, it no, you're, it's your fault. It's your fault. It's my fault. Yeah. Because here, because this is what we pray for. We pray for this. When I'm on the freeway, I had a cab driver the other day. When I'm on the freeway, it blows nice and cold. But the minute I drop below 40, 45 miles an hour, it won't blow worth a darn. And actually, it gets to be a sauna in there. And and I said to this cab driver, you've got a fan problem. And in your case, that's exactly it. It's just the symptom analysis. And I want to put it to you straight. If you came to us with highway speeds, ice cold, city speeds, red hot you just saved yourself between 75 and 125 dollars worth of diagnostic money because because of this how specific you are am i right yeah absolutely so here's the segue okay so i gotta go in there and replace that or pay you to do it and i decided since i'm not working maybe i should do it myself no problem okay and that's in this area of the segue subject area the transmission well we have a rat in the garage who okay. went in there and chewed on some wires. Okay. Since been poisoned and we saw him die. That's the end of his We sent, it, sent him to rat heaven, did That you? poor little guy. We, it okay. looked like he was suffering when he was okay. dying. But, okay. That's you okay. Know, That's I'm okay. suffering too. So, I, so I suffered did, just here with the kids. What did he chew on of all the wires? I don't know what the hell this thing is. That's one I ask you guys. Cause, uh, Probably the most expensive one. The, on top of the tranny, it's a 20-year-old escort. And it's got okay. this electronic tranny that talks to the power uh-huh. yep. control module somehow. Yeah. So I'm looking at the uh, service manual. I'm thinking, it looks like the only wires that this is goes to this thing called a pulse signal generator. Just two, That's called a speed sensor. It's a two-wire thing sitting on top of the I, I, I got to take a break, but let me t- tell you this, Molar, and we're going to talk on the other side of the break. Um, they make harnesses, in intermediate harnesses, so you can buy, you can go up three feet and find that harness, and it comes and it splits into three or four of them that goes to your transmission. But really good guys can fix the wires you have. So when we come back, we'll finish talking about it right now. i got to take a break. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, 
Call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Alan's sitting here to my right. He's my oldest son. And I've got Andy to my only left. Only son. Your only son. Only and you oldest child. You always say that. I know. I know. It's, it's all and, right. And, I just, and, I just and like Andy's correcting boss, you on it. And she's she's going to correct you in just a minute. I'm That's telling okay. you that right now. That's okay. All right. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by IMN, IMM Auto Service. And here's what's special about IMM. If you own a Volvo, a Saab, a Fiat, or Alfa Romeo, you know that not every... Tom, Dick, and Harry can work on that car. Everybody can change the oil. But when it comes to when I start the car, the windshield wipers start flapping, and I get a lot of white smoke, then you're going to need somebody who knows that car inside and out. And that's why IMM Auto Service has been around since 1972. They've been on our list virtually since the inception of time. They prioritize your work. They offer you a two-of-the-penny estimate that includes sales tax. They perform only the authorized work you say, and they're going to give you a great warranty. They have ASE Master Techs, and they also work on domestic and imports, but they specialize in Swedish, Italian, Asian vehicles like Volvo, Saab, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo. IMM Auto Service. They're on the northeast quadrant of Tempe. They're south of the 202 and west of the 101. 
That's I M M Auto. Okay, we're gonna go back to Mark. Mark, real quick. Yeah. On your on your uh, your wiring. But yeah, that pulse generator. Yeah. Whatever well, does that do? That's my a, only question. Is well, the speed sensor. For? It's a speed sensor. It what tells it? your computer how fast you're going. So it, the computer knows when to shift the car from first to second, second to third. Yeah, and even though that those uh, leads are now touching, so it's inoperable, how does it still work? I, I don't know. You could have a pulse generator that talks to the transmission computer. You could have a speed sensor that talks to the PCM. I don't know. I'd have to look at a wiring diagram, and you're talking about a car that yeah. I wasn't even born when it was made. Well, that's why I wondered, what, how does a car drive without that thing actually functioning? Well, it, it depends. Is it that important? Uh, again, it just depends. But it, it, and your, your speedometer works, then? Well, the speedometer's manual. It's got a cable. Okay. So well, somehow, that, I don't know what it's doing with that signal yeah. generator. That's my only question. All right, well, I it, don't know. It, it, the answer is, is I can't tell you because I'd have to see a wiring diagram and I'd have to know what color wires we're talking about, and I'd have to know that then I could look at the wiring diagram and determine if they touch what's the effect of that. Yep. So does it have one, two, three, four shifts good? Yep. Okay, so fix the wiring and just move on. All righty? Yeah. All right, okay. thanks, Mark. Thank you, yep. thank you very much. Ken, you're up next. How are you today, Ken? Good. Uh Mark, I've got an air conditioning question. Okay. Uh, I recently bought a 91 Ford Ranger with the three-liter six-cylinder okay. engine. Uh, I bought it from an elderly neighbor. It only had 76,000 miles on it. But I knew the air wasn't working when I got it. Okay. And uh, what little the old guy could remember was that... Um, it's been changed over to the 134A. Okay. Uh, he couldn't tell me which shop did it. They didn't have a bill. So I don't know how complete a job they did. And uh, what he, he went back somewhere when it stopped working about six months ago, and they told him that it had leaked all the refrigerant out and that the discharge line had a hole in it. Okay. The discharge line, we have a high pressure and a low pressure line that comes off the compressor, and the discharge line is typically the smaller of the two lines, and it's the higher pressure one. And anytime we have a leak, we almost always have an oil stain right around the leak, and the leak is typically where the metal meets the rubber. So if you look at the discharge line, you're probably going to find that one of those connections is all filled with an oily substance, which is refrigerant oil, and that attracts dirt, and that kind of tells you what the problem is. In your case, you're going to replace what we call the manifold set, which is both both uh, hoses coming off the back of the compressor. One goes to the evaporator, one goes to the condenser. That's what's in your best interest. So that hose set by itself is going to be, I'm going to guess, two $300 for just the part. Yeah. And then on top of that, you're going to have take it off, put it on, evacuate it, recharge it, and the refrigerant. So I'm thinking you're probably going to be, if let's say it's 300 for the part, 100 for R and R, take it off and put it back on, and then you're going to have another $100 worth of uh, evacuate and recharge and refrigerant. So you're going to be probably in the four, $500 range, and and I and I'm not giving you a guarantee on that number. I'm telling you, it's a wild guess. So, and, and really and truly, if everything's done right, then the air conditioning should be fine. There should be a tag that somebody should have put on there that said we've converted it from 12 to 134. And if they did a good job, then your system will work flawlessly for the next three or four years after you repair it. All right? Okay. Th- there's no tag on it. I looked for that. Okay. So is there any question about whether they uh, changed the uh, oil in the compressor? 
Well, and that's the problem is 12 uses a different oil and 134 uses a different oil and 12 the oil travels through the system where 134 it stays in the respective components. So we have oil that stays in the compressor, in the condenser, in the accumulator, and in the evaporator. Where with 12 we circulate that oil all the time. There is a big difference, but we have refrigerant identifiers and when the shop does it you say you need to identify whether this has 12 in it or 134 in it. And if they only converted the free Freon then you got to pull the compressor, empty all the oil out of it, you got to blow out the evaporator, the condenser, and the accumulator, and you got to start all over with a couple ounces in each one of those components, put R12 back in it, and go from there. That could cost you a thousand bucks. So okay. I, I think I would fix the hose and fill it full of 134 and see what happens. That's what I would do. All righty? All right, thank you. All right, good luck, Ken. Thank you. Robert, you're up next. How can I help you? Oh, hey, Mark. Thanks for the show. Thank you. I have a 2002 Lexus ES350. Okay. Uh, 200 and almost 1,000 miles on it. And um, last few days, with the heat being what it is, when I pull it into the garage and shut it off, I'm hearing a very lively bubbling or um, boiling noise. Okay. I went from under the hood. When I pop the hood, it seems to be um, in the coolant overflow in the overflow is dancing like crazy. Okay. That, that's kind of normal when the temperature gets up over 115 or 120 degrees. There's a lot of people that walk away first. Um, there, that happens, and here's what happens. When we're, you're moving down the road, we're, we're sending very hot water from the engine to the radiator where we dissipate, you know, sometimes 20, 30 degrees of heat. So we have this transfer of heat. Well, when you park the car, Obviously, the, the engine stops circulating the water, so the water in the radiator gets colder immediately, but the water in the engine gets hotter immediately. Right. Now, is there any water in the ground, or is the coolant overflow tank containing all of this corruption, all this commotion? I have not seen any of this exuberance uh, evidenced on the ground. Then do nothing. I just saved you a lot of money. Do nothing. Because uh -huh. if, the, if, if you would have saw coolant on the ground, I would say, let's replace the cap. Because maybe the cap is a 15-pound cap, and maybe it's, pos it's passing at 10 or 11 pounds. So it shouldn't be doing that. It should maintain 15. But if you're yeah, not seeing any cooling on the ground, and all you've got is a little bit of gurgling going on, and we've had this hell weather that we've had. And, and by the way, kids, I've been up north at the ranch, and at night it's, it's, it's an un unbelievable 58 degrees. Oh, and during the, and during the day it's like 86. I'm oh, sorry. Horrible. Anyway, so um, the, the, I really... What you've got is not a concern for me right now, and I don't see any place that you can spend money. If you do, I'd probably go in and have somebody verify that you have a 50-50 mix of coolant and check the cap, and, Andy, that would cost about? About? Probably about $40, somewhere in that range. Yeah. So, and, 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 and if, if we're at 40 let's do what I always do. We're going to bracket it, $30 to $50, yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. Absolutely. So we're going to bracket that. All righty? Well, that's... Phone call saved me a lot of money. Well, I hope I did. I hope I did. <laughs> All righty. Thank you, Robert. Thank you very much. A lot more kindly of that bubbling noise. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you're going to see that it's directly related to the ambient temperature outside. And I think when we get down under 110, it'll go away, and you'll say, okay, Mark was right. That's what I'm hoping. And not having to send money, I won't need to be taking any ambient either. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All righty. Thank you, Robert. Thanks. All right, Gil, we got anybody else? All righty, 602-508-0960. Um, I, 
I've still got four minutes, so if you call in right now, I can get your question, 602-508-0960. So, Andy, we're doing lots of air conditioning work. Mm -hmm. We're doing lots of overheat work. Yep. Alan, what the heck do you do every day, son? Tell me that. Well, um, my li lot of lifts and suspension work right now. I want to know why my truck came back in under warranty the other day after you replaced the fuel tank and put a, took a 38-gallon out and put a 52-gallon in. I was over at the gas station filling up my thing, and all of a sudden I must have dumped what appeared to be 10,000 gallons of diesel fuel all <laughs> over the driveway of the gas station. And, and we thought at the beginning that it had just been in for a recall, and we thought, you and I thought at the beginning, that they probably messed up the recall and they, they created this gas leak. But then I find out from a bird... That actually it was nothing to do with their recall. I, I told you. Oh, was it you? Yeah. And 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 so who, who what what? Well, there was a whole that 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 <laughs> tank used to be in my truck, and um, oh, I got a used tank yes. in my new truck. Yes. Okay. Well, you also got a free tank, so if you'd like, I can <laughs> bill you for it. We can go either way. Get all the facts in order <laughs> all right, first. Hey, all right. Stay here. I got to take care of the caller. But hold your thought. I'm going to okay. give you a chance to talk about this. Who was the caller, Gil? Ron. Ron. Ron, go, buddy. Oh, hi. Good morning, hey, guys. Good morning. Uh, tw a 2003 Blazer. Uh, turn the headlights on. No headlights. However, if you look on the dash, the high beam indicator is lit. All right. No, no high beams. No low beams. If I actuate the high beam switch, low beams come on, no headlights. If I do the switch again, the low beams go out, the headlights of the high beams stay off. Your thoughts? Okay, it doesn't make any difference what scenario. You have a bad dimmer switch. And the, uh, headlight, the headlight feeds power to the dimmer switch, and the dimmer switch then commands the headlights to high or low. It also commands the dash. The problem is, is we are sending, we are not sending power to the headlights at the appropriate time, but we are sending power to the stupid little icon in your dashboard. Now, on your blazer, don't you have a dimmer switch that's on the turn signal thing? Yes, sir. Okay, that turn signal thing pushes a metal rod that goes down to the toe of your boot, and down there at the very bottom is the dimmer switch that we mechanically turn on and off or actually we mechanically go high to low so I want you to picture this little plastic chinger at the bottom here and there's a hole in the end of it and this rod goes in there so as you pull your lever it pushes that in and it goes click 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 that's the dimmer switch that's probably bad or the wires that are to it are bad or they're loose or they've been overheated that's the area of repair in your car Okay, so it's a separate little switch down at the bottom. It should be. I'm guessing because you said it's an 03. So I'm yeah. guessing it still has a separate switch down at the bottom. But if not, you just go to the auto parts store and say, hey, um, do you have a dimmer switch for my 03 Blazer? He pulls it out of the box. Once you see it, you go, thank you, and you leave. <laughs> and now you know well, what it looks great. like. <laughs> now tell me, where does the input come from that illuminates the high beam indicator on the dashboard? From the same switch. We're, we're, but it's going to be separate because that's a one-amp draw. Yeah. So all we're going to do is light a light, but we have a separate circuit that's going to fire up the headlights. Okay, very good. So, hey, all right. guys. Great show. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank you very much. Okay, you don't have much time. You only have like 50 seconds to explain to me why I have this huge gas leak. Well, it used to be in my truck, and I run a secondary fuel system uh, on my truck that uses a draw straw. Okay. And so I don't suck, we didn't suck the fuel through the factory uh, fuel sending unit. So we put a hole in the tank. When we put it in your truck, your truck doesn't have that. So we plugged the hole with the plastic cap. Worked for about a year and a half. 
now it's got a and the cap must have come out so we just replaced the cap put a new cap in it and uh you, you don't understand there is no warranty when you work for me it's forever <laughs> Wait, what worst it's forever. customer ever yeah it's forever buddy. No, we took care of it under and, warranty and, 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 and i and so i'm finding out now i i got a a used tank right and B, you drilled a hole in this used tank. Right. And C, you used a plug that fell out. And oh, you got boy. it for free. That's it. We'll be back in about five minutes. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.